0: The MX Vice -Vice Show.
1: Welcome to episode 93 of the MX 5 Show podcast. Coming in hot with Glendale Talk, La Capelle Maraval Talk, Rio Sardo Talk, MXGP Talk. And if their last week's show is anything to go by, some very random stuff as well. But that's part of the fun. That's why we're here. That's really why we're here. We're also here thanks to Fly Racing, Liat, Scott Sports, rentfort Planet Motor Holidays, Prox Racing Parts. The Supercross Video Pass, MXGP TV, Even Strokes, Asterix Knee Braces, and Armor Nutrition. I'm Lewis Phillips, your host. I'm still in the United States of America, greatest country in the planet on the planet, but not for much longer. So we're probably going to get into that. And the person I will get into that with is. James Burfield. Hi James.
2: Hey Lewis. Uh, well, first and foremost, are you coming back because I hear that you've got more job offers?
1: I am, I'll be I will be let me well, let me say it. let me tell you. I will be leaving the USA in the coming days. Well just this music And it's very emotional for me. I want to cry. It's a man. I don't know, but if I want to cry. <laughs> it's hard for me to say goodbye to the United States of America. I've been here since December the second. It's not enough. I now use words like gas, ucks, trash, and others.
2: Best drop you could have done then is Boys to Men, End of the Road. I don't but know what that is. Given, yeah, exactly. It's given hard for music- me
1: to say goodbye, James. Given
2: your musical knowledge, let's just. It's, hu- it's hard
1: for me to say goodbye.
2: I bet it is. Yeah,
1: but I am saying goodbye. So look forward to seeing everyone at Massively, where I will be in a foul mood and probably shout at everyone I greet because everyone's going to be cold, miserable, and yeah.
2: <laughs> how about how about uh, how how is uh, Jorge uh, Dominguez, your man friend? Is he um is he how is that? You know the the, the friends you got you hang out with. Jorge, what Dominguez. Jorge Dominguez, the guy you introduced me to—you know, your man friend. Prado. <laughs> <laughs> who are you, what are you all about? I just—I'm just winding you up. Yeah, but who is Jorge Domingo? I just made him up. Oh, <laughs> Domingo!
1: <laughs> i, thought you said, it? I, like, I Where does that come from? Anyway, it's hard for me to say goodbye. But MXGP's is coming up, and we're all very excited. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> really, really excited. <laughs>
2: Everybody else is isn't because he wants to stay in America.
1: This is part one of the MXY show. And part one is, is, of course, presented by our friends at Fly Racing, who will have Isaac Gifting and Kai Carsmakers in action at the MXGP of Great Britain. And I believe another team as well. Fly Racing has redefined expectations in safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring Rion technology, conehead EPS, and a 12K carbon shell, the formula's Advanced Impact System, AIS, introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe, and know, the formula to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the formula helmet has changed the game. And you know what? Going back a week, that crash that Max Anstey had at Anaheim 2, he injured his shoulder, sure, he didn't injure his head, though, and it was a bit of a dinger. Do you want to know why? He had a fly racing Formula helmet on. Coincidence? I think not. Agreed, James? Agreed.
2: Um, also, uh, Comrade Muse will be lining up with the, uh, with the Formula helmet as well.
1: Well, thank you for that. Are you, uh, we, I feel like we need to sponsor your little weekly Comrade check-in. I won't play any music this time. No, please don't step away. <laughs>
2: step away from any musical instruments you've got near you. Okay. How, I is the, uh, how is the the mansion in Temecula? Um, Will the whole NBA team uh, be moving back into the house when you vacate?
1: To be honest with you, James, it's just it's normal now. I just don't even notice mm. the chandelier.
2: Have you been down to the West Wing this year? Uh, well, this week, sorry. You no, know,
1: it's quite annoying doing this podcast as well because there's echo. But you know, we li- we 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 can uh, a true professional powers on. Yeah.
2: I- All these job offers, I really don't think they understand, (laughs) you know, just just the little little Lewis's extras, which um, they need to afford. I mean, I could just imagine some of them just going, oh, wow, you really, you really FYI on that front. Yes.
1: um, The final round of Supercross doesn't clash with a GP and I've already committed to many people that I will be there. So just (laughs) heads up.
2: (laughs) Um, If that's the case, I'm
1: coming. Okay, I'm suddenly not available. <laughs> 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 uh, is, is that Vegas? No, so, uh, Vegas isn't on the calendar this year. Salt Lake City? <sighs> what? Where they don't sell alcohol, I believe. Oh my fucking god. Really? So I doubt you'll be there. What, and in think, the state I I or in the state? No, I think someone, I swear someone, maybe I'm completely out. No, well, <laughs> you've, you've got to be. I swear someone told me once, I swear I read somewhere, or someone told me that Salt Lake City doesn't sell, or they don't have bar, something like that. Anyway, That's Anyway, That's we're already digressing.
2: You, it, must, it must be just a stadium.
1: Let's start with La Capelle Marival. Let's do it. It's Wednesday in the UK. Your favourite track? Tuesday for me. I'd imagine the results have only just made it out of the bottomless pit of hell that is La Capelle Marival. It's <laughs> an so, uh,
2: absolutely fantastic place if you get a chance to go.
1: If you get a chance to go, just make sure you tell someone where you're going, because if not, then you may never be found. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe tie a rope around your waist to like a lamppost as well, just to make sure that...
2: I can't believe you're so anti-lack of power. Honestly, I'm just, is...
1: I'm thankful I got out of there.
2: It is a phenomenal place. It's just a, a typical, awesome French village. But I a so, French village. It's so old
1: school that literally, as we were driving there, I'm pretty sure everything turned black and white.
2: The motocross track actually goes around a football pitch. And, yeah, like, that's not really
1: on my criteria of motocross tracks. That's not really on there, to yeah, be honest.
2: And, and next to a tang. So as in, as in Lewis and the, the whole, Lewis rather have uh, a little bit of wasteland next to a Spanish mall than um, you know, a, a, a natural track next to I've uh, told a many American town.
1: people since I've been here that they should go to the Spanish GP. Oh, so I really God. just pumped up the tourism for that one. Anyway, Lacapel Maraval. going back to last week, I really wish his preseason races wouldn't, didn't happen because we now know that Maxime Renault is quite good on a 450, so whatever he does at Matterly isn't going to be a surprise because Lacapelle Maraval was basically a massive spoiler alert and we now know that Renault is good on a 450, which takes all of the surprise out of Matty Bazin when he's probably going to do quite well. So, yeah. We now know, but no. 1-1-1 um, one, 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 beating Jeremy Sewer Beating Ben Watson, beating Brian Bogers, beating other riders. Definitely unexpected. Definitely a surprise. Has to mean something going into the MXGP season. I mean, winning one moto, you could say it was a fluke, but he won three in one day. So it has to mean something. It has to mean something. But what does it mean, James?
2: Well, I don't know. I mean, how many times has is, is he ridden La uh, lack of Power over the years? I mean, he must know the track like the back of his hand.
1: I don't so, feel like La Capelle Maraval is a track that many riders travel to.
2: Exactly. So I, I think... I no, think I, mean him
1: and I mean him included.
2: Yeah, of course he did. I don't think... Um, I doubt
1: the track is open. It, like, it's in a town. I doubt the track is open for practice Yeah, days. but as, as French tracks go... That I is, would actually say it's 100% not open for practice days.
2: Yeah, I, I, would, I would definitely say that... Um, you know, there, there was a, a huge home advantage there. Um, used to ride in a, that, those types of tracks. And, I mean, how on the, you know, how on the gas was, was Jeremy? At the end of the day, it's a pre-season race. They had to get a start, man. Well,
1: Jeremy beat Geyser in a race the week before.
2: Yeah, but... Pff, I know it's Do that you' and again. use
1: Renault as your world champion.
2: Nah, I, I think too much is... Geyser um, beat
1: Prado at a weekend. Sewer beat Geyser the week before. And Renault beat Seward. The no world champion. There you go. Job done.
2: Yeah, that, is, that, that sounds lovely. Um, okay, so so that we've
1: figured that out, I'm just going to stay here and see how this Supercross championship plays out. Right, let's put
2: things in perspective. Vial was fourth in MX2.
1: Uh, I hear Vial crashed a couple of times and based on his Instagram, oh my God, I think someone's... Okay, there was just a load of police lights outside my house, which made me think that I was going to about to get raided <laughs> by the feds. <laughs> <Quite> <laughs> i have <betrayed> my welcome. <laughs> What is going on? Oh, my God, there are a lot... Okay.
2: Has <laughs> there been right a, murder in, a murder in the mansion? It's like Cluedo.
1: Something's going on. I'm just going to alert the maid. <laughs>
2: Was it Mrs. Plum
1: in the bathroom? I have, with no the also, I have no idea what's going on outside. It might be the La Maraval police. <laughs> <laughs> They're monitoring the airwaves. I imagine, imagine they'll be amazed to see a house like this, because they probably they haven't seen much else other than, like, a wooden shack.
2: Um, listen, uh, I don't. I, I I never read too much into um, the preseason stuff. It's good to see that you know Renault's on it. Um, but we haven't we haven't seen where he's on it on it. And is he just you know pulling the throttle back and going absolutely pinned at preseason races, or is he coasting? Who knows? At the end of the day, Matley Basin is going to be you know a, a good a good idea to see where people are. However. Looking back at previous Matley results, when when it's been early in the year, you know, it's not re- again. It's not really a good benchmark. So um, I, I think it's too early to say. I, I think he'll do well. Top five GPS.
1: I would have. I wouldn't have said top five before Lacapelle, but now with Herlin's out, Feather out, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll sign up for a Renault top five. Actually, no. Renault will be Renault will be for Matley. I'd imagine he's going to go five, six, seven, six, 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 eight, five, something like that. He'll be tight. He'll be sixth or seventh overall. You can stamp that now.
2: Uh, so, so I'm guessing you're going to put him down for a better rookie year than Ben Watson and Olsen.
1: That's hard to say because so many, man, it's impossible to compare because so many people stayed healthy last year that already there's more people injured this year than there was in the whole of last year. So like the results are going to be completely different. I mean, I guess you could. I guess neither Ben nor Thomas got a podium, and I would think that Renault's going to get a podium, but then maybe not. I don't know. Renault, you've got to think, when when, Renault, when Ben, Thomas, and Maxime, to use their first names, very informal, were all in MX2, they were all very similar speed. So what's to say that that's changed now that they're all on 450s? Uh, I
2: think he'll do well, but I think, obviously, there's no, going to be no Corolli, there's no Hurlins in, in November, is there? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's what I mean. It's already like the results. The results are like, okay, maybe Maxime's going to do better than uh, Watson and Olsen last year, but Watson and Olsen are also going to be do better because automatically there's three positions gone. Yeah. So like, it's it's impossible to compare. It's impossible to compare.
2: I mean, if anything, if you want to pick one result from the weekend, which um, made my eyebrows raised slightly um, and a little bit excited... Was um, the fact that Kader Wolf on a hardpack track in France beat everyone?
1: Yeah, if you want to go straight to MX two, we'll do that. We'll do that.
2: I think it's a valid it's a valid statement. I mean, that is a that's a big result.
1: Going back to last week again, what I was saying. Remember the whole conversation about Kai and Rowan teammates, yeah. very similar. Yeah. Who's going to be better? They both went one two. So like, sudden like this is even more interesting now because clearly they're both doing quite well. Like. They beat Gertz and they beat Vial. So clearly they're both like feeling it. And they were both quite like, uh, Dwarf went 1 1, but the gap wasn't that big between him and Rowan. So now I don't know what this means. I don't know who, like, who, that question that I asked last week is even more relevant now. Like, who knows?
2: Have you been speaking to uh, Rasmus much about their development over the preseason, or have you not managed to spend much time with him?
1: Well, I've not spent any time with him. I'm in America, but I have spoken to him. It sounds like everything's gone well. Everything's ha- everyone's happy. Um, they're happy with Rowan on the team. They're happy with how he's like gelled and progressed since he's been on the white bike.
2: So settled him well.
1: Yeah, I think well clearly everything's going quite. Um, everything's going quite well, isn't it? So <sighs> going back to last week, I'll say it again. I don't know, I don't know because both Kai and Rowan have the potential to do big things. Chances are one of them's going to break through this year, if not both of them. I don't know what that... I, I would bet this... I, I, this is a bit of a weak bet, but I would bet that one of the Husqvarna riders will be top three in the championship at the end of the year. Probably yeah. a bit of a weak bet.
2: but That, that is a weak bet because...
1: But then, yeah, but you'd say, say Viao and Gertz are a lock for top three in the championship, wouldn't you? So I guess I'm saying that the other position is going to go to one of those. Yeah, I mean... Still, I mean, instead of Guardaganini instead, like... I would, I would say that maybe Kaido Wolf and Rowan Van Most likely will be ahead of Guadagnini now. Is that a better way of putting
2: it? Yeah, I think so. I think I think what's happened is is you know, Guadagini came in and, and, and done really well in his you know rookie year in the KTM. Um, showed some real promise, and great results. The, the thing I would say now is I think they're all very much on an even even kill, so to speak. I'd still put the hour ahead. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he has the one world championship down. You know, we've seen what he'd done at the, you know, the, the end of last year when he, when he did uh, I'd come also back. Like
1: just, I'd just like to say that this is episode 93 of the MXY show. Gertz's number is 93, and I'm sorry, but there's no way this episode will be as good as his social media. So in the battle of the 93s, Gertz will win. Anyway, continue. Thanks uh, for interrupting me. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, in all seriousness, I think you, you've got now a, a platform of, of five riders in MX2. Um, which have got a very good, very, very good chance of winning this World Championship this year. Uh, it's not going to be as exciting as, as the Hurlins, Guys uh, Geyser, Fevre, you know, sewer, you know, the, that what we had last year. However, um, for MX2, it's going to make it a lot more exciting because, I, I, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing saying that Kyder Wolf can't go out there and win the first three rounds
1: yeah I mean, you know, that's that's this is quite a, that's a stretch. I don't think anyone's going to win the first three rounds, but one of the first three rounds, sure.
2: yeah, but uh, I just think that the, the potential there for for a VL, for a Kyder Wolf, for um you know van Moosdijk to quickly assert their authority, Gertz, you know even though he had a bad uh, lack of power, we don't know what the, the, what the background is on that one but. I, I'm, I believe that one of those guys could literally, you know, just uh, have had a really good preseason. It's all come together. Bike settings are on point. Um, they feel comfortable. It, w- it wouldn't surprise me. It genuinely wouldn't surprise me. I, I just think there's five riders now in MX2, which, which are, are title contenders.
1: I, I still I still put the hours at every favourite, but we'll see, I guess.
2: Yeah, I mean... Quite rightly, he's, you know, he should be uh, you know, the, the favourite for the title, given his credentials in, in history. However, I do think those guys now um, are starting to reach that level.
1: Put it this way. I've got more interest in MX2 at the moment than I did last year.
2: Well, that's a good thing. Because last year, you, you were just quite miserable about the whole, whole MX2
1: thing. Um, at the moment... It was up there with
2: WMX, wasn't it, for you?
1: At the moment, I've got interest. So don't let me down, MX2 riders. Let's keep this interesting. Okay, I'm sure I am sure. swear to God, God if owl dominates round one with a clear 1-1 one, one and two hole shots, Are you I'm out. out. <laughs> I'm, out. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm literally to be... I'm immediately out, like just done.
2: <laughs> so if there's some reason why owls listening to this podcast, uh, please be aware that you're going to make my life hell by winning. I'm, um, out. I'm out.
1: If owl absolutely dominates round one, takes both hole shots, 1-1, one, one, wins qualifying, because we actually can win qualifying again now. I'm out. But we'll see. Hope the Husqvarna Riders are the spoilers. They're going to make this interesting. I, the Hus, I will watch the Husqvarna Riders all year because I believe those two are the spoilers who could upset the Apple car.
2: Uh, and what about, what about Horigmo on the, on the FNH?
1: Yeah, that surprised me.
3: Because In that's... A good way. Obviously, third overall. So
2: Yeah, and obviously he's got Roover, you know, that He's not had that kind of support before.
1: The only MX2 rider. I mean, he was the only MX2 rider on Marchetti, but still, I think he was treated like he was the seventh <laughs> MX2 rider.
2: <laughs> well, from, 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 you know, little things that we know, is kind of like, oh, you're here this week.
1: Oh, we didn't know. Yes, I think, no, but I think the focus, having the focus on sort of Prox, he uses Prox, he uses so he's actually kind of an mx 5 show athlete. I think that the focus that he will have on him, from Mark, from the team, being the only MX2 rider, can only help him. It's also a bit of a pressure cooker because he hasn't got that long left in MX2, so he's like... It is a bit of a... How weird is that? That We're
3: all getting old, James. I know, but it's just like Horigmo is... Yeah, Yeah. I feel old. Speaking of MX2 spoilers, that's a
1: nice segue into the other pre-season race, Rio Lasado, where the rider who I tipped to be the surprise package in MX2 proved me right maybe already Simon Lagenfelder.
2: Yeah, I mean that's we've not. I think I spoke to it about him a little bit last week. He's going to have a big year.
1: I, I spoke about him last week because I said he is going to be the surprise. He will be the surprise rider in MX2, the one that no one talks about. He will do well, hundred percent podium, may even win a race. He would have won the MX2 motor at Rio Lasado, but he crashed into a lap rider on the last lap, which meant that Cornelius Tundal took the win. But it was it was Lagenfelder's win. So.
2: Hey, I had some feedback on last, last week about you kind of like not giving Tondell props. That, that
1: was a good result. He's on result a two stroke. Yeah. He's on a two stroke. Like, what it's like, not like what you're a career cheating. decision. Yeah, but no, but what a career decision. If you're, if you're trying to build a career in motocross and you're going to race a two stroke, then I'm, I'm out. I'm also out on that.
2: Okay. It costs 100 grand probably to do a GP season, probably more, 200 grand. And you're shitting on him for going on a two stroke. I, I would say that that is similar to.
1: Me trying to build a Formula 1 career and turning up on a motocross bike.
3: You're such a no. <laughs> Honestly.
2: And everyone's like, you're literally not doing this right. And I'll yeah. be like, oh no. I think you're wrong. I, I genuinely think you're wrong on this.
1: How are you building a career? If you're riding a two-stroke, No, every team is just going to look at you and be like, well, you want a two-stroke? Like, How, who knows? Maybe you're no good on a four-stroke. Obviously, we know Tundal is good on a four-stroke. But the point is, it would mean a lot more if it'd beaten Lagenfelder on a four-stroke, because everyone would go, "Oh, look, he's actually like like for like." Whereas everyone, the two-stroke thing is a bit of an anomaly, and no one quite knows. And also, who gave you feedback saying that I was talking shit? <laughs> <laughs> that's the real thing. That's great in you. Hey, uh, um,
2: I've got a, I've got a sneaky suspicion that there's going to be one guy who's going to upset quite a few people this year. Me? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's now th- this one's kind of a we sh- he showed glimpses last year of of you know potential but i think um Bas- bastian dambo i think that guy <laughs> sorry, um, sorry, sorry. sorry bastian bastian <laughs> <laughs> bo tam i think um i think He's got real potential Damn, this year. Bro. Damn, bro. I'm just going to say,
1: Bo. He's good. He's good. I like him. He's good. I actually see something in him as well. Um, he'll be good yeah. in especially.
2: Yeah, I I, 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 don't know. You know, again, a decent result at Lacapau. I've seen a lot of a, a lot of good results last last year. I watched him. You know, a little bit of the GPS I went to and watched on online. I'm starting to become a big fan. I think he's. Um, I think he's going to do do some good stuff this year. I think he, he might actually sneak into the top five a few times.
3: Yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah. Point of note as well, MX2. Look
1: at all this MX2 talk. Just MX2, catch fever. Another note from Rio de Sado, MX2-wise. Guardaganini's results probably don't look like all that, but he crashed in the first turn of the MX2 moto, came back from last to fifth, was making a pass for fourth, crashed on the last lap, and then finished sixth. So that explains his sixth. And then super final, he started like 10th and moved to fourth against 450. So like results don't say much, but it was actually quite a good preseason race for Guadagnini. So headline will be Guadagnini has quiet preseason, but actually it wasn't that quiet. It was better than the results show. So there's that. Okay. Thanks. For Get in, on but... the gas with Guadagnini, who's on a four-stroke, so he's actually doing things properly. So good for him.
2: Uh, so what, what's going to happen when there's the first electric bike in there? Are you going to shit on all the four-strokes?
1: Well, no, because that's di- that's different. How? Just, if you're trying to build... Like, if Coroli wants to come out on a two-stroke, when all power to him. But if you're trying to build a career in motocross and prove to teams and factory teams and everything that you are the guy, I don't feel like racing a two-stroke is a way to do it. Because you basically just look like you're... You basically just look like you're not doing this properly. I'm guessing...
2: He wants to come out and show people that he is the guy, but he hasn't got many opportunities. The Fantic one came up and he grabbed it with both hands. Well, you can't shit on someone for taking not. I'm not shit. I'm just
1: saying. I just don't understand. Like why you like. <sighs> I don't know. And Fantic made 1.5 million euros last year. So I guess who am I to say? But maybe if they'd listened to my, maybe if they'd take my advice on board, they would have made 2.5 million. We'll never know.
2: Their, um, their business doubled and tripled or something, so I think, yeah, I'm going to go with Fantic on this one.
1: And Lepucci has is, is been... Oh, I don't even get me started.
2: That, that's what's... That's what's, <laughs> that, that, that's what's tainted this, is Lepucci. Lepucci's tainted this whole scenario
1: for you. 47-year-old man wins the MX250, like... <laughs> <laughs> See,
2: you, this is the whole thing. You cannot... You cannot... Take out on Tondo. I just realised I've been quite
1: negative on this podcast.
2: You're super negative. The, the real, like, could, the, could the real <laughs> news for this Please stand up. Oh, he stood. Hold on. How,
1: how many minutes in? Well, we're thirty minutes <laughs> in. I, I think I can save this. Be, let me bring. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Hold know. Hold on. I'll bring some positivity
2: around. <laughs> no, 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 no. Your crew are bailing out water as your ship is sinking. On, talk for <laughs> on, on H M S negativity.
1: Here's a thing. Here's another thing. Here's another thing that I'm confused about. Yeah, get it it all off your chest. There's a a lot of new gear brands, but I have no idea where they've come from. Ferrato is wearing gear. I have no idea what it is. Literally no idea. And there's another team, there's another team as well who are using gear I've never seen before in my life.
2: Uh, serious, seriously, seriously, I, I've seen because I, I've got my kind of like eyes on the on the eyes on this market. A Levi's. A Levite.
1: Forato is wearing a Levite gear.
2: There's at least ten brands now which are doing their, all their own kit sublimation. So they're basically been able to print, sublimate, getting kits sort of turned around and ready in about three weeks.
1: So, uh, uh, so Forato is wearing a Levite gear. And their Instagram account is Alevite Motorcycle Footwear. So they're really clear with their brand message. There.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think the key thing is here is we're going to see an explosion of um, gear brands over the next um, three to four years just because it's so easy now. Um, like literally anybody in their bedroom can set up a gear brand. That's how easy it is now. You, you know, you're using social media, using Riders as influencers, um, pay them a little bit of money because again, fuck all anyway.
1: I think Flandrin and Jazakonis are wearing whatever I just said, a Levite boots. Well, so uh, Levite catch a fever.
2: Yeah, there we go. Um, you know, all, you know all, all power to these um, new brands coming out and, and, and shaking up the industry. It's uh, it's good for business.
1: MX One, Rio Lasardo, guys, went one one. Prado was chasing him in the first moto, but stalled it. It was Prado's first race of the year. It was Guy's second race of the year. I think that says a lot. Did you watch this? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
2: Do you actually do anything else in your life? You're in California and you watch the Italian fucking preseason.
1: James, we can go into how fucked up my life is if you like. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot to fucking say. <laughs> okay, carry on. Well, like, it's not like I can rely on you to do your research, is it?
3: I don't. <laughs> I don't think this podcast needs to
1: be
2: six hours. <laughs>
1: it's not like I can rely on you to do the research. No, so I don't think there's anything really to like consider there. I think like I don't think you can really say that guys are a better, like, hundred percent going to have Prado covered this year. Just on this, like, it was, I genuinely just think it was Prado's first race. It was Guy's second race. I think that set. I think that plays a lot into it. So we'll see. We'll see. A Ali. <sighs> just. We, we just need those... We need Hurlings of fever, don't we? We just need Hurlings of fever, But it'll be great! Catch a fever!
2: What's your opinion? Do you think Geyser's going to come out and sweep Matley?
1: I don't know. Uh, win. Who's going to win Matley? That's a question in itself. I just hope to God that Geyser doesn't run away with his title. I just hope to God there's a battle. But there should be, because Prado... Last year, Prado and Geyser were battling all year. Like, even when they... Whether it was for second in the championship, first in the championship, third in the championship, like, those two were close all year. So... So Prado and Geyser are going to battle for this championship. Sue is going to be in there. It's going to be great. Catch a fever. We're all very positive and we're very excited.
2: Okay. Okay. Right. So is that it? We talked quite a lot at this first part. Should we just knock it on the head now? It's gone quite well. <laughs> <laughs> That's your overview of international uh, motocross pre-seasons. Yeah, I,
1: still wish they, I still wish they wouldn't happen. i got to be I honest. I just want to be surprised. I literally want to be surprised. I want to go to Matley Basin and be like, I have no idea. Show me what I've got. I have no idea. Renault could be absolutely shit or he could be amazing. Show me what I've got. Instead, I'm going to go to Matty bazer now and I'm going to go, well, Renault's quite good on a 450. So, oh, he finished eighth. That's a shame. I, I want to be surprised. I, the preseason international... You know what? You know Bird Box? <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, is going to be me in February next year when the preseason internationals are going on. <laughs>
4: um. Something <laughs>
3: relevant to say, but I fucking lost it though. Should have it. You know, the,
1: is that what the film's called? for Netflix film. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that box. Yeah, yeah that's oh, gonna be me. Pre- when, when all the Italian championships are going on next year, I'm going to be like that for three weeks.
3: Okay. I can walk around blindfolded, and that's it. Uh, what about your ears? Well, oh, I'll sellotape them. Okay. okay. I might even know.
1: turn up a mattel like that.
2: What, I know nothing?
1: No, with a like box with a blindfold on and I'll just pretend I'm in Minneapolis. Oh my God.
3: Anyway. You... Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm more fun in America. <laughs>
1: no, I find you mental. I think I'm more fun. I think, I think American podcast Lewis is a lot more fun than European podcast Lewis. Ben Watson. ben Watson was second in the Superfinal and
3: almost won it the Superfinal. So that was good. I feel like I haven't done enough promotion of the Watson wagon as of late. But we'll get there. I'm, I think that was an encouraging showing from Ben. Also, where the fuck is Matisse Barame?
1: I mean, I realise he was at Lacapel maraval, but that is the first sign of life in <laughs> six months. Yeah, um... I, I'm concerned. He he may actually be
3: bird boxing life. That is—is is that going to be
1: your new term now for where we? Don't know. Um, I don't know. But I was scrot like. Still, he's not on the Matty Basin entry list. The whole PR was this big thing about how, oh, Matisse will be at the same track as Ben Watson in the off season, and Kawasaki had a close, and oh, Kawasaki loved Matisse, but ultimately went with Ben Watson. Fevra's is injured, so why? Is, if all of this is all of this PR,
3: why is not Matisse filling in for Fevra? Because yeah. I
1: thought that, I thought I kind of got the gist that that was the plan. Well, and also Matisse is wearing. There was a photo of him from the weekend, so I now know something about his program, which is a nice change of pace considering his Instagram still hasn't been updated in six months. Still waiting to hear how the Nations has gone.
3: He's wearing just one gear
1: helmet, and goggles like Ice One. So I'm wondering if that's some sort of link to make it easy for him to step in. But then, if he's going to step in, why hasn't he done it already? Because Fevers not even on a bike. You know what? I'm going to message Stribos right now. Say, do you know anything about Matisse? Why isn't he on the team?
2: You do that, Lewis. Are you looking forward to seeing Kevin next weekend?
1: Actually, I'm quite looking forward to seeing Kevin. (laughs) 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 No, but... uh, I don't understand, because I thought that was a plan. But also, he's not on the entry list for Matthew Bazin, so is he not doing GPs now, or is he, is he just doing... I, I don't know. We'll just take it as it comes. We'll see what we get. Maybe he's just going to surprise me. You know what? Matisse is doing exactly what I want. He's surprising me. Good on him. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's Friday. I'm <laughs> here. I'm going to turn up Bazin, and Matisse is going to be the only fucker there who's going to surprise me. Good on him, you know I say.
2: <laughs> not even going to announce it on social media.
1: Good
3: on that is what I want, everyone. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're
1: done with part one.
2: <laughs> I, think, I, think we need, I think we need to press a reset button and come back for, for part two. It's,
1: it's, it's midnight here. I'm, I'm very tired.
2: <laughs> and it's 6 a.m. here. Seven now, I think. I've got a lot to say about the
1: supercross I was actually at. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: that'd be good to talk about because um, we'll
1: do yeah, that. First triple crown of the year. Okay, let's do that you know when we come back. Yeah. We'll do that when we come back. Part one was presented by our friends of Fly Racing. Fly the Racing has redefined expectations in safety and performance with the Formula helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high velocity crashes as well as rotational and low speed impacts. Featuring Rion technology, cone head EPS, and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system, that's AIS, introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Formula Helmet has changed the game. Used by Justin Brayton, Max Anstey, Shane McElrath, Joey Savarci, Isaac Gifting, Kai Makers, Conrad Muse, apparently, uh, and another GP team, I think, maybe? I don't know. But yeah, Fly Racing. Formula Helmet, check it out. You won't be disappointed. Dive into the technology. Dive into the information that's available online learn about why the Fly Racing Formula Helmet is the best product for you before you make a purchase. Dive into all that information because that will confirm to you you are making the right choice. And we at MX Vice have made the right choice by aligning with top-tier partners such as Fly Racing, Liat, Scott Sports, Rentful Handlebars, Planet Motor Holidays, Prox Racing Parts, the Supercross Video Pass, MXGP TV, Even Strokes, Asterix Knee Braces, and Armour Nutrition. Thanks to those guys. Support them. Support us We're all in this together That's part one and we'll be back with Liat Ask Vice Anything Supercross Talk The Planet Motor Bombshell of the Week And more After these messages See you in two minutes
0: You are listening to the MX Vice Show
1: Known for producing the world's most effective neck braces Liat continues to evolve And can now protect riders from head to toe No matter whether it is their new for 2021 4.5 boot Which offers advanced technology at a mid-range price point or the all-new 7.5 helmet that comes with free Liat Bulletproof Velocity Goggles, Liat has you covered. Shop Liat's extensive line of off-road gear on www.liat.com.
2: Prox Racing Parts supply genuine replacement products which meet or even exceed OEM quality. All parts are manufactured to highest quality standard at state of the art manufacturing facilities around the world. Hence, why everything that Prox Racing Parts offer exceeds the high level requirements that all motocross riders require. Many of Prox's parts are actually made by the same suppliers to the OEMs. Head to
0: pro-x.com now to learn more. Evenstrokes is the newest e-commerce store in motocross. Built by motocross enthusiasts, Evenstrokes understands your need and offers all of the products you need for a weekend at the track. Shop now for Yoko, Alpine Stars, Fast House, and more at evenstrokes.com. Liat, protecting riders from head to toe.
1: Check out liat.com for more.
2: Fly Racing has redefined expectations in safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring rayon technology, conehead EPS, and a 12K carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system, AIS, introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1,290 grams, we believe the Formula to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Formula helmet has changed the game. The The MX Vice Show. Welcome
1: back to episode 93 of the MX Vice Show podcast. It's been a ride so far. Not sure if it's been a good ride or a bad ride, but it's been a ride, and we will continue to ride in... Part two, and we can continue to ride thanks to Fly Racing, Liat, Scott Sports, Rentful Handlebars, Planet Motor Holidays, Prox Racing Parts for Supercross, Video Pass, MXGP TV, Even Strokes, Astrix Knee Braces, and Armor Nutrition. Part two of the MX5 Show is presented by our new partners at Scott Sports. The Prospect Goggle from Scott Sports is a culmination of over fifty years of experience producing goggles for the off-road and MX market, used by an ever-growing list of champions. The Prospect Goggle has everything you need to ensure your vision is the best fit it can be, with perfected features such as the no-sweat face foam, a maximum field of vision, the Scott lens lock system, articulating outriggers, and more. The super stylish Prospect Goggle has been engineered to defend your vision no matter how extreme the conditions get. When the mud starts spraying, simply install a fifty mm works film system and have an instant advantage over the competition. The Prospect is available with standard, light sensitive, and now the new amplifier lens options. Amplifier-injected lenses provide improved definition and optical clarity, allowing you to see contours and transitions in the dirt like never before. Get yours now at your local dealer, no matter where you are in the world, or online at scott-sports.com. That's scott-sports.com. How are you doing, James?
2: Doing fine. Still can't remember what I was going to say, but I'm going to work on it in the background. Just fine? Well, uh, I'm, I'm actually you know, awake it was quite early. It's now seven o'clock, which is not early. So, um, yeah, no, we're all good. We're all good. Everything's good. Obviously not as good as you being in the uh, land of the US, just enjoying Well, I'm life.
1: not going to be here for much longer. <laughs> I thought we'd get oh. <laughs> I can't even hear this. So I, don't, I, I don't really know what you're getting, to be honest. I, <laughs> uh,
2: so, obviously, we had an incident last week with Lewis's elbow. That was no, um, on purpose. I, I actually downloaded this for this week. Okay, so um, Lewis's elbow last week kept doing random uh, music. So, this week, I said, Look, Lewis, can we. Um, Like, test the music's working and just make sure that it doesn't happen again. He's like, Yeah, no problem. As I'm saying that, the planet, the planet motor bombshell of the week went off. And I was like, Did you know that went off? And he's like, No. And I was like, Yeah, it's still going.
1: My elbows are uh,
2: obviously big,
3: they're loose. (laughs) Yeah. Were you like that on a track? Elbows
2: everywhere.
1: You know what? I'm going to save that for the planet motor bombshell. Remind me. Oh, what? You're making a comeback. Remind me.
2: Oh,
3: my fucking God. Remind me. Really? Remind oh, me when we get to the
1: Pallet Motor Bombshell. <laughs>
3: this is awesome. <laughs> do not forget.
1: <laughs> okay. Do we go to Supercross Talk or should we do Layout Ask Vice Anything, which will obviously have Supercross Talk in it?
2: Uh, I'd like, now Let's talk about some Supercross because it's the first like triple There drang. are going
1: to be questions about Supercross in the Layout Ask Vice Anything section. So, like, we can build off that.
2: All right, all right. You're you're the host. I'm just I am here the host. I don't know
1: why. I only asked you to make you feel like this is a democracy.
2: Thanks. I'm, I'm just here for the ride. You know, I'm in the roller coaster. You're the guy uh, controlling it. In I the
3: it, this is
1: the true. Um, this is how a true smart dictator leads. I make you think it's a democracy when really.
2: Oh no no, there's no democracy. At all. Yeah. Yeah. It's either Lewis's way or, or no way. Liat, protecting riders from head to
1: toe. Check out liat.com for more. Known for producing the world's most effective neck braces, LIAT continues to evolve year after year. The 2022 gear is now available worldwide, and there are many lines for you to consider. The 3.5 ride kit, which is an affordable combo, the 4.5 jersey and pants, the 4.5 enduro jersey and pants, and the 5.5 jersey and pants. There is so much for you to think about at LIAT. There is an advanced range of moto helmets for 2022 too including the 9.5 carbon, 8.5 composite, 7.5 and 3.5. The Liat helmets are available in a broad range of striking colours to suit all tastes. The 9.5, 8.5 and 7.5 helmets also come with a free pair of bulletproof Velocity goggles. Shop Liat's extensive line of off-road gear now on www.liat.com that's L-E-A-T-T dot com Thank you to Liat for presenting the Liat Ask Why Anything section for the third year in a row. We really um, we appreciate loyalty here at MX Vice and Liat are not only loyal to us at MX Vice, they're also loyal to you, the riders, by churning out something for everyone. No matter your age, choice of discipline, gender, or anything of the sort, Liat has something for you. Liat, Ask will say Free every time. Thank you everyone for sending in your questions. Much appreciated. There are many this week. We will get to as many as we can. If we don't get to yours, it's nothing personal. Keep sending them in. We'll get there eventually.
3: Thanks for your input. Right. Let's see. Let's start if okay, let's
1: start here. As soon as we're gonna talk about Supercross, let's start here. Lewis Carr. What? <laughs> the car has four R's on the end, so I don't know, like Lewis Carr.
2: Right. Okay, sorry. I thought you were like ooh R as in taking a piss out of me because I'm a farmer.
1: Do you think sexton for the title or Tomac coming strong for the rest of the season? Now, I had Webb for this title from round one. I was very scared that Webb was going to make this into a snooze fest. Yeah, well,
2: I mean, you were way out. The start of the year, let's do some background on this. The, the start of the year, you were very, very excited at what you've seen uh, at the test track with Webb. What the fuck's gone wrong then?
1: Oh, Strybos has replied to me. He's up early. Oh, so I text Strybos, question, is someone, in filling for, is someone filling in for Fevra? next message in all capitals, oh my God, can we get you
3: back? And he just replied with, hmm.
1: So, we're no smarter. But
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah.
3: Thanks, Kevin. That's
1: really helpful. We're no smarter.
3: We're no smarter. Anyway, um, I, thought, <laughs> I thought that... I thought I the
1: thought, I thought, I thought Webb was going to do this. I thought Webb was going to dominate this. I thought this was going to be the web show. It's obviously not that. Talking to Webb before Glendale, he was very happy with the changes made to the bike in the week leading up to Glendale. He said they kind of went back to basics almost. They really like threw a lot at it. Um, I was actually at, at the track one of the days, and I can attest to the fact that they were really throwing everything at it. He was very positive. And what convinced him, obviously a rider's not going to go, yeah, I haven't had a great week. What convinced me that he had actually made positive steps forward was talking to Plessinger on the same day who hadn't ridden all week because of his injured wrist. He said, I've heard from... like Obviously, Webb and Plessinger are close, so they'd be real with each other. Plessinger said, I've heard that some big steps forward have been made this week.
3: So I was like, well, if Plessinger's heard that, then
1: that must mean it's true because that means that Webb's actually so encouraged by this that he's actually gone out and like told his friend, which is what like Plessinger's a teammate, but he's, more than that, he's a friend. So which mm. kind of makes me more concerned about how Glendale went. Also makes also what makes me concerned about how Glendale went is the fact that Webb was Webb went out first in the first practice on a mission. Wanted to be out first, wanted to sprint immediately in a way that whenever a rider does that, I always look at it as like, oh, he means business. Like that's, in, my mood, in my mind, that's a power move. Like You come out, you want to show everyone what's up straight away, watch fierce kind of thing. Like that's a power move in my mind. So yeah, I'm more confused now after how Glendale went. However, like I said last week, Glendale has never been a good place for Webb. So there's that. And also, he's definitely going to be better on the East Coast. So there's also that. So, get through Anaheim 3 and then the East Coast will be the real test.
3: However, what no one has addressed, and I wish I'd spoken to him about this, what no one has addressed is the fact that Anaheim 1 went well. He was second. So, why did Anaheim 1 go well and not the rest? Because clearly... That's a good point. This, everyone talks as if this whole
1: season's just been meh for Webb, but it started well. So, what? why... What, what, like, what's stopping us from getting back there is what I want to know now. And I don't know why that's not been raised by anyone, but that, that I feel like that is the biggest question now, is why, wash, like, what's changed? But that wasn't anything yeah, to do with the question. The question from Lewis Carr didn't even mention Webb.
2: That's a, that's a really good point, though, because, w- you know, what, what's happened
1: to that second place, Web at Anaheim? Yeah, like, it would make sense if it had been, if it'd been fifth to eighth the whole season, but he didn't start that way, so why? Going back to Lewis's question, do you think Sexton for the title will reckon Tomac? I think Tomac is going to be very, very difficult to beat. I think Sexton winning would be an amazing story. I think Tomac's going to be very, very hard to beat, though. However, right now, I would put Sexton as most likely to beat him for the title. So, there's that.
2: Yeah, he's, he's looking, Tomac's looking really good, hey?
3: Motocross Mantova, Motocross Mantova. I don't know if this is actually the track. you knows? Very we're a fan of the track, maybe. Hmm.
1: Hi guys, do you think this is the beginning of the end of K-Rock's career? Who are you more worried about? Roxon or Webb? Both, the same, both in the same boat where Anaheim 1 went well and nothing has gone well since. Um,
3: I don't know. That's a, that's I actually a felt point. sad, Rock, watch. Uh, do you know what? I was as well. I don't know why. Would it, would it surprise you if he retired at the end of this year? Whereas contracts up, so no. That's the that's the vibe. Um, I don't
2: know why. I can't tell you why. I have no idea. But that's the vibe I'm getting. Hmm. And I, I'm not starting rumours because I don't want to start rumours. Um, oh, no, don't,
1: don't worry, James. No one believes that you would have inside information.
2: I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's you, know, you know crazy crazier things have happened, but I, I don't know. It just it's not going quite right, is it?
1: But you could also, like, I can also get it because it's basically not gone right at all. So, like, maybe he's going through the motions a bit at the moment because it's a bit like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, you know, maybe he's just going through the motions.
2: Yeah, I mean, hey, um, they're, they're both on the same trajectory, I, I guess, aren't they? Because obviously, Roxon won the first round and Webb was second. And, and now they're kind of, what's changed? At Kelton
1: Guiver. Why did Honda say that Joel Rizzi was the next Tim Geyser and then drop him with one year left? This is a question that I want the answer to, and I feel like I'm never going to get it. Obviously, last year didn't go that great, and I'm
3: sure it was not what anyone expected. However,
1: can we not get some sort of, like, explanation?
2: Yeah. Anything? I mean, to- yeah, nothing's kind of happened apart from an announcement to say he's on Riley Racing Yamaha.
1: Yeah, so like I text Joel a month and a half ago and said, like, are you
3: not with 114? And he didn't reply.
1: But like, obviously, I mean, we can all put the pieces together and guess what's happened. Like, it's not hard to figure out. But I just feel like we need an official word on this because Jesus Christ, talking like maybe it wouldn't be such big news if they didn't go in so hard this time last year with all of this talk about. We want to we be there for you. We want to groom you. We want you to be the next Tim Geyser. We're, we're gonna, we know it's a process. Like, no idea. So, Do you,
2: do you think, though, that that kind of harmed him by, by people coming out and saying that to
1: him? No, because yeah. he, was quite, he was saying it himself. Like, he was saying, oh, no, I'm, like, it's good because they've told me that this is a plan and I, that gives him, like, so I feel good about this plan, you know? If anything, it's reassuring because he, like, they're, like, they're basically saying like we've got your back. Like, we, we're not expecting you to go out and kill it this year. We've got you your back for the foreseeable.
2: Yeah, it's a strange one. Obviously, something's happened in the, in the background. Well, we, we can
1: though. all piece the pu- pieces of the puzzle together, can't we? Like, we can all piece pieces of the puzzle together. At Cody Sailor. Sailor it difficult. you are sounding more and more like me. No. Speaking of vote, funny you say that. Is it difficult for Lewis to match the greatness of James's knowledge of the sport? It is actually quite difficult for me to match that because I have to play down to the competition quite a lot. And it's very difficult for me to to go that low. We're basically going... I'm basically trying... I'm not going to
2: lie. Things like this do not upset me. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Things like this do not upset me.
1: I basically have to play my knowledge down to... The level of, like, motocross bikes have two wheels. <laughs> <laughs> like, if James, like, who can forget when James hosted this podcast and just how nothing, nothing happened?
2: Let's talk about this week, shall we? The That's car, basically, the driveway. Oh, the car basically left the driveway and then just sat in the road. <laughs> the good old days. The, the girl, car the basically good old... rolled off the driveway by itself. Hey, the, car, the car rolled off the driveway. And do you know what? Where it went was up to the car. You know, the car had freedom
1: of expression. You know, the it, car it just... rolled off the driveway. And then James just sat there and went, oh, I don't know, you can drive. <laughs> <laughs> Abort that. <now. laughs> so I'm no wonder. But Basically, <laughs> the car rolled off the driveway. James sat in the road and then went, Oh, I forgot to say, I don't have a license. <laughs> to be
2: fair, uh, episode one, I was not even supposed to be in. I was never even supposed to be a host. It, the whole idea was I was keeping the chair warm, and uh, I'm still here. So technically, I should never have been on this podcast in the first place. Well, that is a true story, like Lewis. About like without us messing about, that's the truth, hey?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, but we struggled to. it. To be honest, when we started this, we didn't really know what we were. What we were. boy it was like. We didn't really know how that whole dynamic was going to work, did we? <laughs> no. No. Atlium Thomas 37, which supercross round is the best round to fly out to? Anaheim 1, obviously. Oh, Besides so Anaheim 1, I rate Glendale. I've said this before. I enjoy Glendale. Football stadium. So yeah. big floor, big track. Big stadium, newish. Very nice. Next to the stadium is like an entertainment district with like. Oh, here we go. <laughs> with like a mall. <laughs> Restaurants. <laughs> happy to confirm to everyone that in in the break between practices one and two, I managed to walk to Chipotle for lunch. Wow,
2: well, which is better than Anaheim because he has to
1: walk to McDonald's. Exactly. So I'm happy to announce that happened. Yeah. So Glendale and, and Arizona is really nice. I would live in Arizona. Arizona is yeah. really nice. No, Arizona is good. So I, would, I I actually think that's a I would actually recommend that because you can yeah. like you can fly out to Glendale. Do the Supercross and then drive to California and then have a holiday. like. So it's not like it, you're going. It's not like you're stuck in Glendale. So yeah, yeah.
2: If if I was to if I was to go to the US, I think I would go to either. If I was to live, I'd, I'd, my place to go at the moment is um, is Texas.
3: All right. I can imagine you fitting in so well in Texas.
2: That, they'd love me.
1: <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. I don't think anyone would stick out like a sore thumb more than you in Texas. <laughs> I reckon if you were in Texas, I would, be able, I would fly over Texas and be able to spot you.
2: <laughs> You'd stick out like the Grand Canyon. If, uh, if Texas would like to welcome me, I'm on my way. So, um, yeah, if you can fit me and my crazy family. in the Lone
1: no. Star State, and I would say that you would be the Lone Star.
2: Yeah, in Texas. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll
1: take that. At Jens Olsen, ninety-five. Pick a rider from MXGP or Supercross you would like to see in Winter Olympics, and in which sport? Come on, Jens. You don't know. I. You don't. You know. I don't know this. Come on, Jens.
2: James. Um, pick. Pick. Pick a what rider?
3: That pick a rider like to... from
1: MXGP or Supercross you would like to see in Winter Olympics, and in which sport? I will say that actually, I, I coincidentally, I know that a Winter Olympics is happening. Because I was watching it on TV in the gym earlier, and there was a. What was it? What was I watching? Women's snowboarding half pipe? Like, that's a thing, I guess. Yeah. That they're that's doing.
2: Cool. There's actually, for the first time ever, have um, you ever watched the film Cool Runnings?
1: Um, feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Don't shit yourself, it's bobsled time. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the third line. <laughs> 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 that's, a good, that's, a, that's a good comeback.
2: Yeah, so they've, they've actually, for the first time, have got a Jamaican bobsay team. So oh, good for them.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to answer that question. I don't know what they do in Winter Olympics. Snow stuff, I guess. Uh, I don't know if they do snowmobile racing, but let's stick hurlings on a snowmobile. Oh, Axel Hodges. Or that. Yeah. At and Williams, 80. Predictions on Liam Everts in MX2 and Renault in MXGP for the first round only. Renault, I like I said, he will be sixth or seventh overall. Liam Everts, I think, will struggle at
3: the first round but get it together quite quickly after that.
2: I'm going to go crazy. Oh no. Oh yeah. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to say Renault on the podium. That's not that crazy.
1: Oh, I said sick. That's only three possessions further up. Possessions? I don't know. <laughs> um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> is he going to take some possessions from other people to elevate himself? I don't know, James. I'm going to be walking around with a blindfold on. So Yeah, you're in your little burr box. You stay in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to say Renault, um, third overall and
1: uh, Everett. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm the... I feel like I feel like the first round will be a very big learning experience for Evans. Like I'm talking single points, like nine points or something. But I think after that he will pull it together quite quickly.
2: Well, you think he's going to be rabbit in headlights in, in round one? No, I just I don't know. Just you know, first round I'd imagine there be I can imagine there being a few tip
1: overs, um, blah blah blah. Like I could just see it. I could see it going that way, and then I can see it coming together.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's quite a quite a good analysis to be fair from you.
1: At Leighton underscore Duffy underscore second underscore account. Okay, sounds dodgy. (laughs) I guess it's a burner account. Any news on Triumph in Supercross and MXGP?
2: Yeah, there was a big announcement coming, wasn't there?
1: Yeah, I don't know where it is. (laughs) Triumph were in Anaheim 2 talking to teams. I heard from someone that they said it's not 100% that they will be in Supercross next year racing.
2: Uh huh. so it's taken a little bit longer than anticipated, which is h- hardly surprising. I heard from the line they said 50-50. Massive, massive thing to accomplish. I mean, to MXGP, go... MXGP,
1: I've heard nothing since Trentino last year when there was rumors of them talking to teams. However, in MXGP, if anything, right now, I would put my money on them being with... MS MX Esca, which is the old Kawasaki
3: factory team. That's what I would bet. But yeah. I'm interested to like what, interested the old know, French
2: like, that old French MXGP team.
1: Yeah.
2: That's, what, like, that's where that's where your money's on.
1: Yeah. If they're gonna go like if they're gonna start in a series, I'm interested if they'd start in MXGP or start in Supercross. I guess for them it would be easier to start in MXGP because of the production rule and the homologation rule in um, Supercross. Because obviously they have to sell bikes. So I guess it would be easier for them to start an MXGP because they can kind of just get the resources to run a team and then go racing rather than having to worry about the jumping through the rest of the hoops. But I don't know. Very quiet, but I feel like something is coming.
3: i tell you what, here's, here's a, a thing.
2: What, what t- to you is more exciting? The Stark um, Varg bike or the Triumph motocross bike? I
1: don't think you want me to answer that.
2: Well, I'm going to say to to me, uh, I think the Stark vargas is going to do very well. It's it's a it's a great bike, quiet for the countryside and everything else. Blah blah blah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, they're going to get some sales, but I think I think just the fact that Triumph is going to have a motocross bike is going to be freaking huge. And because it you know potentially going to be a four stroke or, or, or whatever, they haven't really announced much at the moment, but um, You you gotta believe that so many people are looking for an alternative bike at the moment to to buy just to be different, just to be new. And I can just imagine when Triumph do go into production, it's gonna explode. So um, yeah, on that that, Triumph, sure. Yeah, uh, and and that's uh, that's where I am um, at the moment. Like uh, like the start. Yeah, but I'd I'd
1: say that's the same. I'd say uh, ninety percent of people would say that. Okay, that's cool. Because the,
2: the other the other thing as well is like you know if Suzuki came back with a really good bike, that would be fucking exciting as well. Because again, a, there's a lot of a lot of people. Suzuki. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of people have, have ridden Suzuki's for, for years because it was a great bike. They just didn't up, update it. So if Suzuki do come back in a motocross, I can again see Suzuki just blowing up. So um, I just think, I think, I think sometimes you just get a bit complacent and a bit bored, don't you? With 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 just the, you know, the normal stuff which is being developed year in, year out. When something new comes in, it's, it's very exciting.
1: At Kira Moss 16, do you think Tommy Sell would have more respect on his name if he had this social aspect during his prime? A few years ago, he used to get shit for everything he did. Do you think young riders coming through should do more in regards to social media? The thing is, yeah, it would have been great if Tommy was doing all this vlog stuff and blah, blah, blah when he was in GPs and stuff, but it's not really possible well, it's possible, but not at the level that Tommy's doing it now. Like he'll say the same because in GPS you've got to have such tunnel vision and such blah blah blah. Like there's not you can't really like mess around and have fun and do fun stuff and blah blah blah. It's just not possible. Obviously, you can do more of it. Like I'm sure Tommy would admit that he wished he'd done more of it in his prime, but you definitely can't do it to the level he's doing it now. And then, to be honest, I don't think it's possible for him to have any more respect on his name because Tommy is playing the game better than anyone right now so
2: yeah, yeah I agree the, the only thing I would say is probably Wilson is, um, is able to do what
1: um, no but I still say I'd still say it's very different to what because Tommy's Tommy's stuff is pure entertainment Wilson's is still like race race race, race. yeah yeah like, it's still yeah. very serious you know it's still like okay it's got a fun side but it's also got a, like it's still the base of it is still serious if you get me Whereas yeah. Tommy's is like pure entertainment. Like you don't really know that Tommy's a motocross rider in some of them. I mean, I guess you do, but you know. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, do, you, do you think that's an example to, to, to riders though who are not focused on GPs and stuff like to raise their game?
1: No, because Tommy's works because Tommy is Tommy. Like Tommy is a name in America, in, G- in Europe, in Britain, in Australia. Like Tommy, I, don't, I think people underestimate what a big name Tommy Sell is in this sport. Like, it is a, like Tommy Sell is a big name. It is a big name.
3: Full stop. I don't really have much more to add other than that. But like, so the fact that Tommy's doing this
1: is such, is building off of what his name is. So it's not like any old Joe can just do this and like get, and be as popular and blah, blah, blah as Tommy is. Part of the reason that Tommy is, and also Tommy's funny as a person as well. So like that element as well, like some 15th place rider who's not very entertaining isn't going to be able to pull this off. No, he's in a very special circum- special set of circumstances which has made him perfect for this yeah it's like the perfect storm yes at stay baird 88 did kawasaki leave it too late to get enough testing in before the start of the season think ben could have done with some more time figuring a few things out on a new bike yeah i'm <laughs> i'm sure he could have done with some more time but that's not bad like i it's not a bad thing like starting slow and like building up or starting slower and building up isn't necessarily bad—a bad thing. Like that, playing the long game is probably better than coming out all guns blazing after the most intense seven months of testing in the off season. Last well, seven's exaggerating, but you know, learning as you go, building month week by week through the season is actually not a—I don't think it's a bad place to be. And based on Lacapelle, he's clearly in quite a good place anyway. So, I think Ben's just fine. Yeah. I'm sure a few, I'm sure a bit more time would have been great. But I think he's going to be just fine, and the Watson wagon is winding up.
2: My my take on this is that um, because of the season, because the season was so so long last year, and it went into sort of um, into November um, before people sort of you know winded down um, with GPS in in you know racing and stuff like that. You know the fact that it was only just announced a couple of weeks ago that there is a Kawasaki team. I feel like there's been a massive hangover, you know, because it feels like we've literally just completed um, the World Championship and we're starting again next week. So the fact that most teams have literally had, um, well, how many weeks? Four, eight, uh,
1: maybe 10 weeks. I, I feel like I've just stepped out of Mantua.
2: Yeah. So you have to put this in perspective. Most teams, majority of teams, so seventy percent of the teams have, have literally carried on their, their their you know carried on their business because they've just transitioned from twenty one to twenty two. Then you've got thirty percent of the teams which um, and some quite major teams in, in fact, uh, basically had to change everything. They've got new bikes, they've got new obviously a new manufacturer. They've not they've switched from like Austria to Japan. They've you know, it's not like where a KTM is just switched from. You know, it's all within a, 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 under one black, um, umbrella. And and uh, you know, it's it's you know, we can do this. You know, that it's a little bit easier for them as a factory team, as a, a KTM group as a whole, than it is for say someone like Antti, who's at to. I mean, it'd be really good to sit down with Antti at some point in in uh, sort of go through like how the hell did you turn this around in ten weeks? Because ten weeks is not a lot of time. But I do know that I was chatting to Sammy Hippier in uh, La Capelle. Um, in France, and he was actually over in La Capelle um, to help Auntie, um start with basically packing up and, and changing stuff over. Then, so what was that? That was was that September?
1: Uh, October.
2: October. So in October last year, they already started the transition. So, um, but even starting in, in October, like officially, they can, they they haven't been able to do anything for for a long time. So, I I think to be honest. I think it's got to be. I think that it might benefit those guys because I don't think they're going to be playing catch up. But I think it's just it's just going to be quite, quite new and quite exciting for them the whole of this year. I expect good things from from Benham and,
3: and obviously when Fever gets back. But I think that it's
2: actually played quite well into Ben's hands. Hey, what's going on at the moment?
1: Yeah, it's not a bad situation.
2: I mean, he's got pretty much all the focus. Obviously, Strobos is going to be working with him daily. Yeah, I mean, this could be a very, very good year for Ben. And I'm not even on the Watson Wagon. Like, I I mean, oh, 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 hater. No, not hater. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm just not got like a restraining order on me. Oh,
1: hater. (laughs) (laughs) Prick.
2: Yeah, carry on. Next question.
1: At Jack L. Hyde, how does the podcast compare in terms of listeners' downloads to the US podcast, like Pulp MX show? Obviously, I have no idea what other podcasts do as downloads, but I will say, this podcast has surprised me with how well it's gone so far, especially considering there is still so much to do. Yeah. So like, to go... But in no way has this podcast peaked. Like, fuck me, James is still on it.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a testament um, to, to, to the podcast itself.
1: I, um... Every, every Supercross, I've been stopped by people who listen to this podcast. And I never in
3: a million years thought that would happen. And the numbers are good. And like I
1: say... The numbers are probably higher than I ever expected them to be. And also, like I say, there's more to, like, we can, like, we've got, there's more to do. Like, this is basically still in its basic form. We've still got call-ins, guests, live, video, blah, 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 all of that stuff to add. So, I'm quite, um, yeah, I'm quite happy with this podcast. I mean, it's the only reason I'm still doing it. I wouldn't voluntarily sit on the phone with James for two hours.
2: Yeah, and I wouldn't get up at six in the morning to talk to Lewis.
3: The thing I was going to say about the podcast is it's
2: Although it's 93, it feels like we're still in the first 10. Do, do you
1: know what I mean? 93, like, it actually makes me quite sad to think it's 93 and how much time I've wasted talking to you.
2: <laughs> so I spent more time with you than I do with my wife. It is a long 93,
1: I, 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 I get what you mean. I'm surprised we're at 93. I almost want <laughs> <I almost wanna, coughs> to double check that we haven't like miscounted.
2: Yeah. No, I, yeah, stats are good. Um, downloads are really good. I, I'm, I'm super surprised. How popular it is. I mean, the fact that I got stopped in a freaking hotel uh, in Anaheim is is absolutely amazing. But you say it all the time, like you say, you said to me, uh, you don't realize how big the podcast show is because I don't go to to, to, to as many GPS and stuff like that. And every yeah. no, every person I spoke James... to in America was it was really surprising to me. So what,
1: yeah, what happens is James doesn't go to races, so like I I go to races and I talk to. I meet fans and I talk to people and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. So I come, I always always leave races with like stories. I'm like, tell James, like, oh, this happened. And oh yeah, this happened. And and like, but James doesn't uh, doesn't either get it or believe it because like it's secondhand information. So I think he probably thinks I'm bullshitting a little bit. So then I'm like, no, like, because James would be like, oh no, we need to do better on this. I'm like, no, no, not because like, I've literally just had a weekend where everyone's told me this is great. So trust me. And then James goes to a GP and literally every time says, oh, you're, you were right. Like, yeah, People do actually like this. I think that's the thing. When, you, when you're not... James um, is like, Bird Box.
2: Yeah, you you are so heavily involved in, in everything from, you know, you're, you're, you're literally in the front trenches and, and I'm kind of behind those trenches like quite far back. Um, just because I am kind of like stuck doing the business shit and, and all the rest of the stuff i got to do. So it, I didn't... I didn't truly understand how big or how far it reached until I went to GPs and, and, and obviously went to the US in Anaheim. And then I was like, oh, okay. Um, actually, the first thing was I made e to up my game.
1: <laughs> oh, no, yeah, for sure you do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was,
2: that was, that was no, the no, that was. And, right.
1: then, and then I actually said
2: to a couple of people, I really should probably try a little bit harder. And uh, they actually
1: said to me, "No, please don't." Just yeah, keep the thing doing, is, they probably keep... think you trying harder means that you'll be good, but actually you won't. Yeah, keep, keep Basically, they said to me, "Keep being you." So that wraps up. Liat ask Vice anything known for producing the world's most effective neck braces. Liat continues to evolve year after year. The 2022 gear is now available worldwide, and there are many lines for you to consider. The 3.5 Ride Kit, an affordable combo the 4.5 jersey and pants, the 4.5 enduro jersey and pants, and the 5.5 jersey and pants. There is so much to consider. There is an advanced range of moto helmets for 2022 too, including the 9.5 carbon, 8.5 composite, 7.5, and 3.5. The Liat helmets are available in a broad range of striking colors to suit all tastes. The 9.5, 8.5, and 7.5 helmets also come with a free pair of bulletproof velocity goggles. Shop Liat's extensive line of off-road gear on Liat.com. That's Liat.com.
3: Um, that wraps up part two. We need
1: to move on. Running out of time. Part two was presented by our new friends at Scott Sports. The Prospect Goggle from Scott Sports is a culmination of over 50 years of experience producing goggles in the off-road and MX market. Used by an ever-growing list of champions, the Prospect Goggle has everything you need to ensure your vision is the best that it can be. With perfected features such as the no-sweat face foam, a maximum field of vision, the Scott lens lock system, articulating outriggers and more, the super stylish Prospect goggle has been engineered to defend your vision no matter how extreme the conditions get. When the mud starts spraying, simply install a 50mm works film system and have an instant advantage over the competition. The Prospect is available with standard, light sensitive, and now the new amplifier lens options. Amplifier injected lenses provide improved definition and optical clarity allowing you to see contours and transitions in the dirt like never before. Get yours now at your local dealer or online at scott-sports.com. Thank you to Scott Sports for coming on the podcast. Thank you to Liat for bringing us Leah Ask twice Anything. And thank you to Fly Racing, Leat, Scott Sports, Rentful Handlebars, Planet Motor Holidays, Prox Racing Parts, the Supercross Video Pass, MXGP TV, Even Strokes, Asterix Knee Braces, and Armor Nutrition. That's part two. We'll be back with part three in just a couple of moments. Thank you for listening so far. You
0: are listening to the MX Vice Show. Evenstrokes is the newest e-commerce store in motocross. Built by motocross enthusiasts, Evenstrokes understands your need and offers all of the products you need for a weekend at the track. Shop now for Yoko, Alpine Stars, Fast House, and more at evenstrokes.com.
1: Known for producing the world's most effective neck braces, LIAT continues to evolve and can now protect riders from head to toe. No matter whether it is their new for 2021 4.5 boot, which offers advanced technology at a mid-range price point, or the all-new 7.5 helmet that comes with free LIAT bulletproof velocity goggles, LIAT has you covered. Shop LIAT's extensive line of off-road gear on www.liat.com.
0: The MX Vice Show.
1: Welcome back to episode 93 of the MX Vice Show podcast the final part and the final part of the podcast show whilst I'm in America because next week I will be back in Europe which is very sad. Uh, great. I mean, it's great. It's great. We're all very excited. It's great. It's amazing. It's great. It's fun. It's honestly fun. It's fun. Thank you to Fly Racing. Liat, Scott Sports, Renful Handlebars, Planet Motor Holidays, Prox Racing Parts, The Supercross Video Pass, MXGP TV, Even Strokes, Asterix Knee Braces, and Armour Nutrition for their support of this podcast. And part three is presented by our friends at Prox Racing Parts. The final part of the MX Vice Show is brought to you by Prox Racing Parts who supply genuine replacement products which meet or even exceed OEM quality. All parts are manufactured to highest quality standard at state-of-the-art manufacturing facilities around the world. Hence why everything the Prox Racing Parts offer exceeds the highest level requirements for all motocross riders require. Many of the Prox Parts are actually made by the same suppliers to the OEMs. Head to pro-x.com now to learn more. Affordable, um, an incredible range for your motorcycle. The best reliability you can get. The best value for money you can get. The best... Option for you, no matter what bike you ride, that is Prox Racing Parts, and that is pro-x.com. Take my word for it. Go on the website, use the parts finder, learn a lot about what your bike needs, and learn how wrong you have been going by not using Prox Racing Parts sooner. Agreed, James?
2: Yeah, agreed. Um, I think a lot of people don't understand, obviously, the history and the quality of uh, uh, the parts. Like All the bearings made in Japan uh, you know the procs. Uh, this this just gives you an idea. So Charlie Frost, who's uh, one of the uh, highest riding uh, or highest ranking um, privateer hard enduro riders, uses a standard Prox chain and uh, sprockets at all the world hard enduros this year. Uh, well, last year and he will be using them this year. So that gives you an idea of like three hours of, of like you know in, in the world's worst like, you know conditions, like uh, Erzberg. And he's using basically a Prox chain and um, Sprocket combo, which you can get from your local dealer. That's how good these products are off the shelf. the The factory teams don't, you know, the factory teams use Prox products, same products as you can buy uh, at your local dealer. So, um, do you know what? uh, When when we say it's it's used by the factory teams, it's a factory product. It's it's a quality quality factory product, and the other thing as well, super reasonable. So compared to other Where you'd expect, um, you know, the prices to be um, very expensive for the products, they're not. Honestly, Uh, if you've not looked at Prox, this is a great alternative. Not a great alternative. This should be the the parts that you should be using in your bike.
1: Well said. Thanks. A little quick Supercross, more recap, because we didn't really do a lot of that, I feel. Triple Crown. Obviously, I've seen the Triple Crown. Lewis, I love the Triple Crown. More Triple Crown, please. Like, Like, more Cowbell, more Triple Crown. I don't know. I've seen the Triple Crown in person before and actually I thought it was better in person the first time I saw it in person I thought it was better in person than it was on TV this one didn't have much what? action wise like the racing was a bit meh apart from the freeze catapulting himself into (laughs) 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 cray. oh my god yeah that broke the internet without that it was a bit of a quiet night
3: I've got a take on this do you want to know my take? yeah go
2: on Jesus Okay, my, my take on this is because it's kind of like people established themselves quite early in the, in, in the um, season still, I think a lot of people were playing it safe just to try and get the three you know, consistent rides in uh, and not, not go crazy. And I think that played quite well into Malcolm Stewart's hands. That's my um, take.
1: Okay. Great take. I actually didn't hear that. I was texting. <laughs> Anyway. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, why do I bother? <laughs> I just heard Malcolm Stewart like, saying about it being early in the season and Malcolm Stewart. and I agree. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I trust you. I
2: uh, trust I'm, out. you. I'm, out. I'm out. Literally. I try. I try. <laughs> okay, I try
3: on this I show. Trust
1: you. It's fine. That was great. Well done. Yeah. So it was a bit quiet night. The thing I miss about the normal night compared to the Triple Crown is when the main event starts on a normal night it is a bit like, oh, this is it. And you lose, you do lose that with a triple crown, but overall, yeah. oh, the triple crown is like still obviously a better product. But I missed the, I did miss a little bit the like, okay, now it's time kind of thing.
2: Yeah, but I, I, I think I, the other way, like you get with a triple crown, it's like, so, you get now, just now clear, it's time. Just to be clear, then, I'm on your side. Yeah, like, now it's side time side. again.
1: And then just when you're like, oh my God, just had two. And then you're like, that was again three yeah I'm on your side like more triple crowns triple crowns are better but I just for some reason it was in my head that I was like I kind of missed for. ooh this is it like here we go nah ooh. nah
2: I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to see like half and half but I do like like three or four triple crowns I'm happy with that
1: yeah like if it was a triple crown again this weekend then I'd probably be a bit like meh
2: nah it's, it's like it needs to be like every fourth race or every fifth race or something like that
1: agreed oh cool, look at
2: that's agreeing
1: Christian Craig still your pick for the 250 title
2: yeah yeah from, uh, l- l- the triple crown coming back from literally being in the l- literally in the stand um, to getting back on the bike and then was it fourth third
1: fourth fourth uh, fourth? I believe fourth yeah second uh, so it, fourth.
2: yeah coming back to fourth from, from basically you know literally sitting in a in a stand in a, sta- in a in the stand next to the fans yeah that tells me everything and to, to be honest uh, I'd quite like to see him win
1: it. Uh, fair dues. Obviously, uh, Christian Craig was second in Glendale, behind Hunter Lawrence. He Hunter looked Lawrence, good. Speaking of, a fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Rentful Handlebars, Hunter Lawrence. You two. You, you two probably use Rentful Handlebars, first of all. Me? Yeah. Everyone everyone in every, like i said before everyone who listens to this everyone who rides has either used rental handlebars and most likely is using rental handlebars and you possibly if you're not you need to get back to them oh no i i, I can't imagine that anyone is used not using rental handlebars because that doesn't really make sense to me because i can honestly say that no matter what bike i had from 50 to
3: 250 i don't think i ever actually thought that
1: it was possible like i never even considered like I never considered a different brand of handlebars. Do you know what I think about handlebars? I never joined the winning world of Rentful, but I felt like a winner just because
2: I used Rentful. I feel like when they created Rentful handlebars, they created the perfect handlebar. And it's a bit like putting a car wheel on and saying, can we have a more rounder wheel? It's already round. You're not going to get a better handlebar than the Rentful
3: handlebars. So there we go. True that. True that. We're, We're
2: crunched for time, James. We're crunched for time my bombshell? Uh, yes, please tell us. Uh, I have to remind you. Please tell me you're back on the bike.
1: Um, is that the good sound or the bad sound? That's the bad sound. You might have to wait while the guy's I if, if finish I if we screaming. Not the good sound anymore, then, because every time, I, like last week. Oh no! If I we can... Can...
2: Yeah, I, I prefer that one. The, the guy screaming freaks me out still. Okay.
3: I'll make something new for that anyway. Thanks. I've had a thought. Okay.
1: I think I want to ride. Oh let's make this happen. But, but the thing is, I don't want to ride. I want to race. What hang on, hang on. What the fuck
2: has happened? I wanna. Before I, I did not hang on a minute. I don't think we got enough time on this podcast because before America, um you were retired. The, just the thought of you getting back on a bike, I, I've tried everything. What the fuck has happened? Is the hottest girl in California messaged you and said, I only date riders?
1: Disclaimer, I want to move to America and ride here. I don't really have much interest in Europe. So that's kind of a bit <laughs> of a me. No, I like, don't really have an interest in riding. I want to race.
2: Right, so what tracks have you been to? What's inspired you to race in America? I, feel
1: I, just, I want to race. I, feel I, I kind of miss... I, I miss for competitiveness. I want, to be, I want to be competitive again. I want to, like, grr with people. Oh, this is. Can we please race together? This would be awesome. No, because you wouldn't like. Because even when I'm battling for 18th in a club race, I, I try to kill people. Yeah, but where do you think I'm going to be? I get I'm very be aggressive. Like... Yeah, but I get. My point is, I get very aggressive. Like as a person, not on a bike. I'm a bit of a wimp on a bike, but off the bike, I'm very, I get very angry. Yeah, this is going to be brilliant. This is gonna, We need.
2: We, we just need to get Sean a bike and Wes a bike as well. And then MX Vice. Yeah. This is yeah, going to be so good. I
1: don't want to. I, I don't want to practice. I want to race. I just. Well, I miss the competitiveness. I miss. The, yeah, I we, miss that. We we can practice. It's pointless. I don't. I don't really care for practice. We can race. Is. We
2: can literally throw our gloves. You know, throw our gloves in the middle, run to our gloves, back on the bike at practice and then and we're out. You know, winner takes all. I even buy trophies for us. Obviously, I'm going to try and win the biggest trophy.
1: Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to move here and I want to ride here.
2: Well, it's a bit far to go. <laughs>
1: Tell you what, James. Here's your, you. want me to ride? You move me to America, and I will ride.
2: Yeah, I tell. I tell you what. Talk about moving the goddamn goalposts. <laughs> <laughs> I was That's just thinking later. about. I was just thinking about two colleagues or friends or whatever you want to call us hanging out on a Wednesday. You know, like uh, just out practicing. But you know, if I've got to fly to America
1: to do it, and you know what, I'm, I might do it. Oh no, sorry, you're not invited. Oh. I, I, I will ride it. I will move to America and I will ride here, but there was no... I, I, if you actually play this podcast back, there was no mention there of actually you being involved. Oh. <laughs> At any point, point actually. Spit. You bit kind bit of invited more. yourself into the discussion.
3: So just... Okay. Yeah, quite fan- No, just like, being the sun...
1: Uh, Driving back from Glendale, I passed so many... I passed so many, like, um, trucks with bikes in the back and stuff. And I just randomly, like, was like, oh, quite fancy, like,
3: Getting competitive
1: again. I mean, not like I mean when I say competitive, I don't mean like me actually being competitive because I'm terrible on a bike. But like, I quite fancy the t- competitive spirit. Like, because like sitting on the star, I did I did used to get quite pumped up. Like, oh, I'm not really talking to you anymore. Like, I used to get quite pumped up for, like, oh, let's do this. And then also like as soon as the gate dropped, I was like, okay, I guess we're not doing this. <laughs>
3: Yeah, no, just uh, but you know what? If I do, you know what? Well,
1: be, I want to ride in America because of the sun, because of the niceness. But You know what? I'd get quite close to that for cheaper with Planet Moto holidays. Escaping everyday life and riding in Spain has never been better, and you can still experience that right now. Planet Moto have packages available plus customizable options with a Planet Moto Academy. There's a lot going on at Planet Moto, and what you're going to want to do is head to Planet Moto holidays on Facebook and Instagram to see what the latest or the closest date available is because there are always cancellations, there are always things that come up, which means that new dates just pop up out of nowhere. You're going to want to get on there, figure out when you can go to Spain with Planet Motor Holidays and have the experience of a lifetime. Because the sun, the nice tracks, the, the rider-friendly tracks, let's say. None of, this, none of this England, Northern Europe, paddling your way around, knee-deep ruts, both feet off the pegs, drenched through your gear can't see anything, you're cold, you're miserable, your bike's ruined, it's all a load of shit. Go to Spain, where it's sunny, it's nice, just a bit of dust on the bike, just wipe it off. Yeah, you can
2: have a little, come in, ride in, you know, crack open
1: a Enjoy corona. It. Enjoy it. Enjoy riding there. again. Get, get the enjoyment back in riding by going to Planet Motor holidays. Planetmotor.co or social, I'd recommend visiting their social media channels, but there's also Planetmotor.co. Good times.
2: Uh, Lewis, are you still there? Where, yes, where, where did
1: sorry. we go? I was reflecting on
2: how great that would be. I Very felt like better. you were in Spain then. Like there was a there was a whole delay where I actually thought you'd gone offline. So um, how was Spain?
1: Right. You've got eight minutes before you need to go, so what do you want to talk about in eight minutes? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well let's talk about let's talk about the craziness of, of the triple crown, like the whole Craig and, and Freeze thing. What what was, you, you were there, what was the deal? Like, it's after, just, what was, the, was, you know, what were people saying?
1: It's just, it's just, like, it's not, it's just normal, isn't it? It's as normal as in, like, it's Vince Freeze. Like, it's not exactly anything So people shocking. kind of just shrugged their shoulders and just said. Well, no, everyone was outraged. But still, like, it's still, like, it's not like, it's like, oh, God, here we go again. More than like, oh, my God, I can't believe what I've just seen. It's more like, oh, my God, here we go again.
2: Wow, I did see uh, Western Pike um, was was very hot on the social media after.
1: There's no way that there's no way that you can blame it on anything else. Like there's no way it was a racing incident, or he missed his break, or he was shooting for the inside berm and like misjudged it, or any whatever you want to throw out there. There's no way it was just a stupid move, a bonehead move, and something I would hope he would not do again. But
2: who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows. <laughs> knows? This weekend's a new weekend.
1: Your pick for the 450 title? Fuck me, Tomac's looking good, isn't he? Yeah, I think, it's in, I think you have to go to, with Tomac at this point. I'm not ruling Webb out, I'm not ruling Sexton out, and I'm not ruling Anderson out, but I think your title is coming from one of those four.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you're a brave person to pick anyone other than Tomac at the moment. I mean, the momentum's with him, uh, and he's been really consistent. They've been solid since the start of the year. He, he seems, I don't know what, is, what he's changed or, or the pro, obviously what's going on in the program, but he seems to have, have adapted to the Yamaha very, very quickly.
1: I, I, would, I would say that Tomac, Sexton, Anderson, Webb, those are the ride, four riders that have a shot at this title. Yeah, can, can you see Kenny coming back and winning no. another round? Do you, do you oh, think? winning another round, yeah. Winning the title? No. No,
2: no. no.
1: Yeah, he's going to win another round, sure. M-
3: multiple rounds or just one round? He'll win two or three more. Oh, okay. So that's, you're quite, yeah. Okay. Well, he won four last year, so it's kind of similar.
1: No, because you can't, you can never doubt Roxen's ability to cut. Remember the Salt Lake City 7? One week he was like, he got lapped. Uh, He had shingles. He had everything possible. And then three days later, he had an amazing ride and won dominantly. And it was like, well, what? What? How's this possible? So like, you can never rule that out. Like, that could happen this weekend. You can never rule that out. I just don't think championships happening for him this year, which is a shame because especially with the way it started, but it has been a rough go since then. He went back to uh, he went back to last year's settings for Glendale and I think it was better in some areas, but then also not as good as expected in other areas. Same with starts. He's trying to find feeling on the start. It just seems like there's a lot going on over there and a lot of Just, I don't know what you said, just a
3: lot of searching, I guess. A lot of searching. Wow.
1: He said, he said, here we go, I've just got it. We definitely need some work. I'm trying to get consistent during the week and gain some confidence, but we're still figuring out the bike. We went back to my setup from last year. It's good in some areas, but also creates problems in others. And my starts with it weren't great. I'm still working on myself and with the team to bring it on the weekend. We haven't really had the greatest test days during the week, so then going into the weekend and trying to be super confident and trusting in my abilities is
3: really tough to do. We simply have to be better. Which is quite
2: honest. Yeah,
3: no, I like it. I like but honesty. Again, Honestly,
1: good. Same with Webb, you'd go, well, what the hell happened to Anaheim 1?
2: Yeah. And the fact that I think Chase Sexton's obviously doing quite well, whereas Pleasinger is, is obviously Webb's outperforming Pleasinger. So there's, it's a little bit different in a way with the whole settings dynamic because surely um, Chase Sexton's figuring some stuff out or they're figuring some stuff out with Chase Sexton's
1: bike. Well, yeah, Sexton obviously made big changes before San Diego, didn't he? Um, changed his triple clamps for more rigidity um, and that worked. He won. So I guess Sexton's, I'd imagine Sexton's still playing around with some stuff. Obviously you never stop, but it seems like Sexton's big search started and finished a lot quicker than Roxon's,
2: which is ongoing. That's mental that that Sexton changes triple clamps over and and was just like, okay.
1: Well, triple clamps are a major, major part
3: of everything.
2: Thanks, Lewis, for your in-depth knowledge of triple clamps. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: No, I was more saying that's obvious. You've got to go in three minutes, so I'm going to wrap this up, James. Let's do it. Let's do it. Final part of the MX5 show was brought to you by our friends at Prox Racing Parts, who supply genuine replacement products which meet or even exceed OEM quality. All parts are manufactured to highest quality standard, state-of-the-art manufacturing facilities around the world. Hence why everything the Prox Racing Parts offer exceeds the highest level requirements for all motocross riders require. Many of the Prox Parts are actually made by the same suppliers to the OEMs. Head to pro-x.com now to learn more. Thank you to Fly Racing, Liat. Scott Sports, Rentful Handlebars, Planet Motor Holidays, Prox Racing Parts for Supercross Video Pass, MXGP TV, Even Strokes, Asterix Knee Braces, and Armour Nutrition for the support of MX Vice and the MX Vice Show. Looking forward to getting back to Europe. That's a lie. Look at you!
4: You let (laughs) (laughs) let yourself go! Let yourself
1: go! Looking forward to continuing with a podcast throughout the year, building with those guys and showing off what they have to offer for you, the listener and you, the weekend warriors and you, the motocross enthusiasts, because they all offer something unique and individual to you. And we are here to spread that message. And we are going to do that over the coming 11 months. We've got a long way to go this year. We're only early, a long way to go. Final thoughts, James. Uh, I've got to be honest, um,
2: this week's podcast is a little bit shorter. I think that's quite right because next week's going to be an absolute banger. We're going to have, obviously, super cross talk, but then obviously we're going to be leading up to um, the first round of the GP. So I'm looking forward to next week's podcast. It's going to be a good one. I can't believe, that we, I can't believe the GPs are starting. No, uh, th- this is what I was saying earlier. It's, th- this year has just gone... Like that, the whole the whole you know ten weeks between um, finishing a season and, and and starting a new new season has thrown me out because previously on COVID we've not been starting until till April May so this year this whole starting in February thing is just it's like holy shit how did we do this before because like even in even in you know you know Britain at the moment it's like everybody's trying to get a you know the kits ready their bikes ready and all this stuff and they're having photo shoots and and it's just like oh my god like just everybody calm down craziness craziness are you going to Hawkstone this weekend? I I will be going to Hawkstone yeah I'll be going with our colleague Andrew um, and we will be going up there and uh, obviously it gives me a good chance to talk to some of the GP riders and some of the please don't talk to anyone too much oh no I will do I will will do and um, I'll be making loads of rumours about you so um, just just to make next week's show even more cracking. Actually, I'm taking my video equipment and stuff out, like So maybe we get some more um, some more Lewis videos. Who knows? No,
1: I would because no, we're re-branding, we're rebranding you, remember? <laughs> well, hey, I, I I can only help you if you're willing to help yourself. Oh, I, I, I'm definitely willing to help myself. So if you wanna if you want me to help you with your rebrand, I'd recommend not doing that because that yeah. means you're beyond help. <laughs>
2: It was an absolute winning combo last year. The riders, the riders were, very, very happy. were baffled. They were very happy. They were baffled. They were very happy. I
1: can show you the text that I got sent. Is, but yeah, that would be baffled. from Jeremy. No, from all three.
2: Baffled. They're amazing. amazing.
1: Uh, rate this podcast out of 10. Uh, I
2: would say a clear 7
1: okay seven's fine we'll work, yeah. we can work with a seven and we'll shoot for yeah. more next week yeah. yeah let's do it I'm going to do that every week I'm going to ask you to rate how you thought the podcast was
2: yeah I think I, I'm excited about next week next week's going to be a banger I'm not dismissing this week I'm just saying that there's you know next week's going to be fun it's going to be good to um and, and you're back in the UK
1: yeah don't remind me um Yeah, I guess that wraps up episode 93. Any final thoughts? I mean, I've already asked you that, but any secondary final thoughts? Uh, No, I am good
2: for thoughts, mate. So um, looking forward to seeing you back in the UK. Um, And I
1: will see you at Matley Mason. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. This has been episode 93. We will be back with episode 94 next week. MXGP is starting. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Anaheim 3 this weekend for MX Vice, and then the MXGP of Great Britain. What a combo! We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Support the sponsors. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Let us know if you want to see anything new. And we will talk to you soon.
0: See ya. Bye. You are listening to the MX Vice Show. Even Strokes is the newest e-commerce store in motocross. Built by motocross enthusiasts, Evenstrokes understands your need and offers all of the products you need for a weekend at the track. Shop now for Yoko, Alpine Stars, Fast House, and more at evenstrokes.com. Escaping everyday life and riding in
2: Spain has never been better, and you can still experience that right now. Planet Moto still have packages available plus customizable options with the Planet Moto Academy. If you want to hit the tracks like Red Sand as soon as possible... Visit planetmoto.co for more information.
1: Known for producing the world's most effective neck braces, LIAT continues to evolve and can now protect riders from head to toe. No matter whether it is their new for 2021 4.5 boot, which offers advanced technology at a mid-range price point, or the all-new 7.5 helmet that comes with free LIAT bulletproof velocity goggles, LIAT has you covered. Shop LIAT's extensive line of off-road gear on www. Layout.com. You are
3: listening to the MX Vice Show.